0: This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Stitch Fix and by Bespoke Post. You remember how terrifying the autumn of 2016 was? And no, I'm not talking about the election where U.S. voters had to choose between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. I'm talking about the wave of creepy clown sightings that occurred all over the U.S. and in multiple other countries during late summer and early autumn of 2016. Barely a day went by without someone in a creepy clown costume being spotted somewhere scaring the shit out of adults and children.
1: This was, of course, just a viral trend and not an actual danger to anyone, but it definitely had people, especially parents, on edge for a while, and it also destroyed what little love remained from the public towards actual, professional, non-scary clowns. Drove them right out of business. And weirdly, the whole 2016 clown craze went away as quickly and mysteriously as it started. Uh, We've had five years of relatively clown-free peace around uh, Halloween season. Until now, the clowns are back. Send in the clowns. Uh, and the first major scary clown sighting of 2021 comes to us from all the way over in Singapore, where they have uh, been spotted apparently terrorizing young school children. Here's Vice. Singaporean Lenny Wong panicked
0: when she arrived to pick up her daughter Anne from school and received alarmed messages from other parents referring to police alerts about persons dressed as clowns seen loitering around primary schools, as one text said. Wong, a housewife, was running a little late and her nine-year-old daughter, Anne, was nowhere to be found when her car pulled up at the compound's gates. Quote, I was held up due to traffic and my mind started racing when I didn't see Anne waiting for me, Wong told Vice World News. She added that she instinctively checked her phone, opened Facebook, and saw a flurry of social media posts circulating in parent groups showing pictures of men dressed up as clowns approaching children in uniform. Some messages alleged that some clowns paid children to follow them. Clowns are terrifying, even to adults," Wong said. "This is any parent's worst fear. What if they turned, out, fear. To, what if they turned out to be psychopaths and murderers, waiting to harm children? This is a, every parent's worst, worst fear. nightmare. The worst thing that could happen and to your child. And everyone on earth hates clowns.
1: <laughs> what? Well, it, it, they were clowns in suits. Is it was like a payday uh, uh, promotion for the video game? Because remember the original one? Everyone was hypothesizing that maybe it was like viral marketing for the It movie. And yeah. It, maybe it was because at some point you got to be like the the, the uh, motion picture studio has to be like, hey, um, look, we started something that we kind of lost control of. So just a- if anyone asks, we had nothing to do with this. We don't know anything about that. But speaking of clowns, we yeah. got this
0: new movie coming out.
1: Yeah, they didn't know what they started. They, yeah. they, as soon as people took over, it got even scarier. There was like clowns with knives and shit. Yeah, but they. Funny. I mean, it was. It was just Elliot. It, it was, just was people having some fun. Yeah, well, uh, to to the dismay of everyone else who was experiencing people it. having fun, making other people have the opposite of fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it continues. The sightings took place on Monday afternoon outside primary schools in the eastern part of the island city state, prompting a frenzied search for answers in a country with some of the lowest crime rates in the world. But parents were on edge after a rare violent incident at a school in July, in which a 13 year old was allegedly killed by another student with an axe. Speaking to the Straits Times, the Singapore Police Force said it had received multiple reports about clown sightings. One screenshot circulating on social media showed a tall man wearing clown makeup and dressed in a plaid shirt, staring down students near a bus stop outside a school.
0: That's pretty creepy.
1: Yeah. Especially with that axe murder.
0: All these non-violent countries, when when violence occurs, it occurs
1: horrifically. horrifically, Like
0: Japan. Very safe country, but when there's a murder in Japan, it's always, like, the most fucked up thing.
1: So, like, historically in Singapore, are clowns something to be feared? Like in America, how we've made movies and, and uh, TV series, like, about how horrific they are? I don't know. I mean, I only... we, we also had John Wayne Gacy, who is like the clown killer. It's so, true. there's precedent.
0: I've only ever been in the Singapore airport, but uh, same, it's they, very nice. It felt very western. Didn't so... feel like a circus at all. No. Actually very organized and nice. So, yeah, they might have the same uh, fear of clowns as we do just through cultural osmosis. Well, if they didn't before, buddy, they do now. Yeah. But yeah, this the picture you're watching right now, that is the clown. He's the clown that's been spotted all over town at various schools. And not just that one school, all over town. And yeah, I mean, maybe not as scary looking as you might have guessed. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much just a guy in normal clothes, wearing clown makeup, and a colorful top hat. Horrific. Oh my God. But yeah, the head tilt and the fact that he's standing right outside of a school, that's a bit unsettling. So what's actually going on here? Did the 2016 scary clown sighting craze finally just now hit Singapore five years late? Just like our fashion yeah well uh turns out not exactly here's the south china morning post
1: a parent said his wife and daughter who's in primary two were approached by one such clown outside a primary school in the eastern suburb of tampines on september 15th Uh, mud Armin, 37 said the man who was wearing a clown hat and clown mask gave his wife a flyer for speech academy asia and encouraged her to sign her daughter up for public speaking classes if she wanted to sign up, there was a form to fill up, but my wife said that she would consider it and then just went home, he said. A check of Speech Academy in Asia's Facebook page on Monday found that it was flooded with angry comments about its alleged involvement in the incidents. And, yeah, it turns
0: out this was all just a, an ill-advised marketing stunt for a public speaking academy whose Facebook page is, in fact, flooded with angry comments. Not a comments. clown college? Not a clown college, although, uh... I mean, I don't know much about Singapore culture, but, uh... If it's, if it's more of a reserved culture, the idea of clowning, that would be uh, quite a leap for a lot of people. So if you're
1: going to be good at public speaking, you've got to be willing to clown. The thing is, is you don't smash the pie into their face. You launch it towards their face with the momentum of your hand because yeah. you don't want to break anyone's nose. You don't want to hurt anyone. You just want it to comically splatter all over the place. That's just, it's just whipped cream in there, by the way. It's not yeah. real pie. So don't smash it into their face. You'll break their nose. Uh, Singapore uh, uh, needs to
0: learn this. They, they're learning the hard way. Yeah. Uh, Here's uh, Speech Academy Asia's apology from their Facebook page. Dear parents, with reference to the news spreading online of a promoter clad in a clown costume spotted outside various primary schools posted on 20th September 2021, we would like to extend our sincere apologies for the cause of concern over the safety of your children. We would like to clarify that although indeed the promoter is an employee of Speech Academy Asia, our team do not offer any form of monetary rewards for children to follow them. Additionally, our promoters strictly do not take any children out of the vicinity. <laughs> we truly understand your concern for the safety of your children. Hence we will be putting an immediate stop to our road shows. A traveling circus, you say? Yeah, sounds good. Listen, we did the clowning, it was us, but uh, we, to be clear, we did not kidnap any children, nor did we try to bribe them to follow us away,. Uh, Pied Piper style. they must
1: have just like googled uh, like kids having fun and they're like look clowns. at that look at that clown they're the kids doing love balloon clowns. animals and stuff yeah there you go
0: they dusted off some old book from the 1950s yeah so like uh, what do kids like?
1: Mm-hmm. Clowns <laughs> and tobacco. <laughs> yeah they love clowns and
0: smoking cigarettes.
1: <laughs> yeah the doctor says it's healthy it's right here yeah uh, so it looks like this is not in fact a repeat of the 2015 clown craze though who knows? There's still over a month until Halloween, and uh, all it takes is a few sightings to get uh, copycats up and out it's of there. It's viral. It's the clowns, the real virus. Yeah, there you go. Uh, TikTok wasn't even big last time the clown uh, the clown craze happened. Could you imagine what yeah. it would have been like with TikTok around? Yeah, because we just saw like grainy YouTube footage. Yeah, we well, yeah, there was. You know yeah. what was you know what this like this is uh inside baseball here, but uh what was funny about the uh clown craze back then was that of course we covered it on weekly weird news, and as you're aware uh, even back then, our videos were like thirty minutes long, and uh Every week, uh, Machinima would show off one piece of content from around the studio and make everyone in the company watch it in the main room, and that it happened to be that episode where they made they were like, oh, let's see what ETC's up to. And so everyone in the Half office had been watching a 30-minute video about clown sightings. Yeah. They,
0: nobody liked us before then, and they certainly didn't after that.
1: They absolutely did not, unless they were just on their phones enjoying time away from work, Yeah, which could be true, but uh, fun little inside story there for the yeah. audience. Um, But anyways, at the rate uh, TikTokers are going through viral challenges lately, it would be no surprise at all if dressing up like a clown and scaring the shit out of people came back in a big way this year. And then, of course, as TikTok goes, you have to have an equal but opposite reaction to the clowns. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know what that that would be, uh, but doing good things.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that would be. What's the opposite of a clown? Finding clowns and beating the shit out of them? I guess just it would be evil clowns versus... Good clowns.
1: uh, Good clowns that do balloon animals and pies. Yeah, good clowns that steal from the teachers and give to the students. Yes. Perfect. But in the meantime, there are plenty of other scary things out there happening in the world right now, including in the world of animals. So let's check in on some insane, terrifying animal stories from this past week. So first off,
0: we've talked about murder hornets a lot lately and how the Washington Agricultural Department is frantically trying to locate and destroy as many murder hornet nests as possible. And they seem to be doing all right. They're, uh, it's, it's a constant chase, but they're getting it done. And, yeah. we, and we salute them for that. <laughs> Good progress. Because murder hornets, in addition to being huge and terrifying and definitely capable of killing people, pose a much larger threat to bees, whose hives they are able to completely eradicate in just a few hours. They're tearing them apart. They leave them in a big pile to let everyone else know. Ruthless. And we need bees. But bees aren't always the good guys, to be clear. Hmm. Sometimes they killed Macaulay Culkin. They did that, and uh, <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes bees do some really fucked up shit. Yeah. And last week, they did some definitely fucked up shit over in South Africa. Uh, here's the New York Times.
1: More than 60 endangered African penguins were recently found dead all with multiple bee stings and no other external injuries, according to officials in a coastal city in South Africa where the birds regularly migrate. 63 dead African penguins were found Friday at the Boulders Penguin Colony in Simonstown, about 25 miles south of Cape Town in the southwest of the country. All the penguins had multiple bee stings. And, quote, many dead bees were found at the site where the birds had died according to a statement from the South African National Parks. Therefore, preliminary investigations suggest that the penguins died because of being stung by a swarm of Cape honeybees. No external physical injuries were observed on any of the dead penguins, the statement said. The penguins migrate to the area annually. The bees found near the dead birds are native to the area, usually coexist with wildlife, and don't sting unless provoked, according to Dr. Allison Koch. <laughs> Stop it, Elliot. She's a doctor. Dr. Cock. A, mere, a marine biologist at the South African National Parks. Quote, we have never had a problem like this before, she said. Well, there is... you go. They, they won't do it unless they're provoked. So these penguins are up to no good. Yeah. They're having one of their penguin parties. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> and how many dead bees were there?
0: Yeah, well.
1: Probably uh, hundreds more, I'd imagine.
0: It was, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not exactly a
1: fair fight. Yes. Although penguins why didn't the penguins just go into the water? True. Because the bees will wait for them above the water. Yeah. You're going to have to come up and breathe at some point. Yeah. And then, beep. Yes.
0: But, uh, yeah, a bunch of African penguins who, uh, they're not only adorable, but they're also harmless to everyone except small fish. They were absolutely massacred by a swarm of honeybees who apparently had their nests disturbed and, we're not happy about that one bit. They, they ex- exercise castle doctrine
1: I can't wait to see the, uh, the March of the Penguins, My Girl crossover edit that someone's going to yeah. do because
0: of this. The murder of the penguins. <laughs> Massacre of the penguins. Yeah. Uh, these penguins, they already have a hard enough time due to pollution and overfishing, which has made their population absolutely plummet over the last few decades. And now a bunch of them have been slaughtered by
1: bees, whose situation on Earth is also quite delicate. Yeah. It's just a tragedy all around. This is a very sad story. But uh, speaking of unlikely wild animal fights uh, with even more unlikely outcomes, we all know that uh, grizzly bears, they're, they're one of the most dangerous land mammals in the world. Uh, well, not all of us actually know that grizzly bears are the most dangerous. 6% of people think they could beat a grizzly bear in a fight, but they are dead wrong, as we said. If a grizzly bear wants you dead, and you are unarmed and within a couple hundred meters of that grizzly bear, it's just a matter of luck, and uh, luck almost certainly not on your side. Mm-mm. But grizzly bears' chances against other animals aren't always quite so clear-cut, as park rangers in Canada recently discovered. Here's the Guardian. With their
0: long, sharp claws and frightening speed, few predators in Canada's wild hinterlands attack as mercilessly as a hungry grizzly bear. But in a rare turn of events, park officials say a mountain goat not only defended itself from becoming a meal, but was able to kill the attacking bear with its dagger-like horns. Parks Canada said the recent forensic necropsy of a female grizzly bear suggests she was killed by a goat after the horns pierce the bear's armpits and neck. Quote, When grizzly bears attack, they tend to focus on the head, the back of the neck, and the shoulders of the prey. This attack usually comes from above, said David Laskin, a Parks Canada wildlife ecologist with the Lake Louise, Yoho, and Kootenay field unit. Quote, The defensive response of a mountain goat would be to protect itself using its sharp horns. Grizzly bear predation on mountain goats is relatively common, but this is the first case my colleague and I
1: have ever seen, said Laskin so yeah it's pretty wild sounds like some real David versus Goliath stuff um, I, I would say that the goat got extremely lucky and the bear was just very clumsy and fell what the fuck oh god oh. Don't, don't put it in the newspaper they got killed by a goat say it was a, 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 a grizzly bear twice my size Yeah, uh, he it was got... a polar bear actually <laughs> yeah. and I was drinking a nice cold Coca-Cola yeah I was too busy with my colas uh, anyways, this is sort of like when that uh, hiker in Utah was attacked by a mountain lion and managed to kill it with its with its bare hands. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that is actually pretty similar to that in a way that sounds a lot crazier than it actually was. As you'll recall, the mountain lion that the dude killed turned out to basically be a young kitty cat version of uh, North America's most dangerous feline. And in this case, the dead grizzly weighed only 70 kilograms or 154 pounds. I still wouldn't want to mess with it. No. Uh, meanwhile, mountain goats can weigh up to 125 kilograms or 275 pounds. Christ, I to. I, I actually wish they had filmed this. Yeah, I'd uh. watch this fight. Uh, they have horns that go up to a foot long, so you definitely don't want to get impaled on that. Anyways, while it's impressive that the goat won the fight, it, it should probably consider itself lucky and uh, not, go, not go around picking more fights with grizzly bears, although now all the grizzlies will know it has the know. blood of its relative on the horns.
0: Yeah. But still, he's like, oh, there's another bear. I killed one of those last week. And he gets closer. He's like, well, that's a
1: lot bigger than the last one. Holy shit. Yeah. This thing's fucking huge. And then it just shits those pellets all over the ground. Bloop. But, <laughs> but they,
0: the, the mountain goat could still get away because they can they can just climb up the side of a, a cliff face. It's no incredible problem. what they can they do with just, those hooves. Do, 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 do. Yeah. And then they just hang out there. What? what? Yeah. So uh, you think this is impressive? I do this all day.
1: The bear's like, hey, he's probably going to go up a tree. Little does he know, I can climb really well. Plop, plop, plop. Oh, my one weakness. How did he do it? Yep. They are impressive. Uh, speaking of terrifying,
0: horrific things, though, let's talk about COVID-19 news. That whole thing? Uh, at this point, the virus's continued survival in this country is thanks entirely to self-described free thinkers who all also happen to pass around the same dozen or so anti-vax memes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it, it's bad news for everyone, this, this COVID-19. Or... Or just about everyone, at least. The funeral business is booming. Coffins are just flying off the showroom floor. And crematoriums, they're running nonstop to keep up with demand. Those Costco coffins are off the shelves. Yeah. So it shouldn't be that much of a surprise that this week on the streets of Charlotte, this truck was spotted. Don't get vaccinated. And then you've got the owners of the truck apparently being Wilmore Funeral Home. It's
1: obviously very morbid, but that's uh, business, baby. That's uh, business. (laughs) These vaccines are putting an end to the biggest funeral boom in 100 years. People were taking uh, prop coffins off of people's yards. Halloween decorations. No. No. As long as it goes in the ground. Yeah. Uh, But uh, actually, it turns out there really isn't a uh, Wilmore Funeral Home. If you go to the website URL written on the truck, it takes you to this page, which features Wilmore Funeral Home at the top, and then just get vaccinated now, if not see you soon. And clicking on that message takes you to the website of StarMed Healthcare, who runs a few urgent care centers around Charlotte and, of course, offers free COVID 19 vaccines. But even StarMed was a little confused by all of this because they didn't hire that truck or set up that website. Uh, here's the Washington Post.
0: For more than a day, the people behind the stunt remained a mystery, even to officials at StarMed. The website's creator was hidden, and the number on the side of the truck led to a third party whose voicemail was unsurprisingly full. On Tuesday morning, a local advertising agency revealed the sign and website were its idea. It was us. Get vaccinated, the firm Boone Oakley wrote in a tweet. David Oakley, the firm's president, said the 22-person agency hatched the idea for the fake funeral home while talking about who benefits from unvaccinated people falling ill and dying of COVID-19. Creating a mock business seemed like a provocative way of calling attention to the problem.
1: The Washington Post article then quotes a bunch of public health experts who warned that this kind of aggressive approach generally isn't very effective at actually getting unvaccinated people to change their mind with one saying i can understand that the fake funeral truck stunt was embraced by the vaccinated as the relief of dark humor in a tense situation it's an effective joke but not effective marketing i don't know what do these fucking idiots know about marketing (laughs) stick to (laughs) hey doc what do you know about marketing
0: Yeah, leave the marketing to the marketers Yeah. You stick to the hospital stuff, I'll stick to my
1: marketing. This doctor, uh, you know, uh, this doctor's like, well, I've had a couple things go viral on Facebook. Now I think I know how to market. (laughs) He's over there eating marketing paste. Yeah. (laughs) Just drooling it everywhere. Anyways, uh, that may be true, but at this point, it seems like pretty much nothing is going to change the holdouts' minds, not even their own unvaccinated family members dying. So what the hell is anyone supposed to do? At least this was a nice laugh in the midst of the worst and dumbest public health crisis in modern history. Like, look, okay, Doc, what else is going to work? Yeah. You ask them nicely, doesn't the You way, yell at
0: them, doesn't work.
1: I got to say, I'm sorry. I know you're very stressed. It's been a very stressful couple of years for you, Doc. But uh, this is also maybe more effective than you think it is. Telling people that literally to their face that they're going to fucking die. Yeah. Might be the only thing that works.
0: I Yeah. I think it's got some promise to it, but... What do I know? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, when we say this is the dumbest public health crisis in modern history, you know exactly what we're talking about. The people who refuse to do even the most basic things to prevent the spread of this virus are definitely not quiet about it. They see themselves as the victims, and that results in a whole lot of public freakouts, but also a whole lot of cringe. Mm. And just this past week, there were not one, but two separate examples of anti-mask, anti-vax weirdos comparing their plight to that of black people under Jim Crow laws Specifically to Rosa Parks.
1: (sighs) Rosa Parks is of course famous for protesting segregation by refusing to give up her seat on a bus when the white section up front got too full. But to some people, what Rosa Parks was protesting on that bus in Alabama in 1955 was no different than what anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers face today. First up, we've got Daryl Mackey, a Canadian who recently ran for office unsuccessfully under the far-right People's Party of Canada. He's also white, though that's obvious from everything uh, about this. On Wednesday, (laughs) Mackey tweeted out the
0: following. It's time for our Rosa Parks moment. Catch me sitting at a table drinking a coffee peacefully at my local Timmy's, Thornton and Roseland, at 10 o'clock a.m. With a picture of Rosa Parks' mugshot attached. And uh, yeah, right now up in Ontario, lots of businesses are required to check for proof of vaccination before letting anyone in, and that's awesome. So Daryl Mackey showed up at Timmy's. He wasn't served the coffee that he came there for, because he didn't show proof of vaccination. But then he went inside and sat at a table anyway, unmasked, until the police arrived to take him away. Uh, He posted a video while at Timmy's with the following caption, Here I am. This isn't fun. No problem so far. But we need to stop the segregation of our society before it begins. Give me liberty or
1: give me death. Yeah, it seems America's biggest export these days is whatever the hell that guy was trying to prove. But still no one does it better than us because yeah. another offensive and misguided Rosa Parks incident occurred this week in Oregon. And this one also featured blackface and uh, happened at a school. <laughs> Sorry Canada, you'll never outcrazy us unless it's your prime minister doing it.
0: Yeah, he does love the blackface.
1: You merely adopted the stupidity. We were born in it, we were molded by it. Yeah. We do it the best. Uh, Anyways, here's some local news coverage of that incident. A staff member at Mabel Rush
0: Elementary School in Newburgh showed up to work in blackface on Friday, September 17th, calling herself Rosa Parks in protest of a vaccine mandate for all school district staff. A fellow staff member at the school who provided initial information on the incident said Lauren Pefferly, a special education assistant who the school district said it would not name due to it being a personal matter, but she named her anyway, darkened her face with iodine. The concerned staff member who requested anonymity for this story said Pefferly explained that she intended to look like Rosa Parks and have her actions serve as a protest of a mandate requiring school district employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Iodine! Pefferly was soon removed from school grounds and placed on administrative leave, according to a district statement. Iodine! There's got to be better ways.
1: There has to be. Also, like, I, I, I haven't seen or used iodine since I was a child. But I remember it smelling very bad yeah, as well. It's nasty. It's really nasty. And it burns.
0: I, I just love that the school district was like, yes, it's true. It was one of our employees. We're not going to name her. And then Here's her, her name. this lady's coworker is just like, yeah, so it was Lauren Peffley.
1: <laughs> she fucking did it. Um, yeah, so we would love to hear more from that anonymous coworker because uh, we're guessing she told Lauren that her idea was a bad one <laughs> and she shouldn't do it. But it would be great to have a play by play of that interaction. Lauren, um, what are you doing with that iodine? Lauren? Stop. Lauren? This is a. I'm telling you, this is a bad idea, Lauren. You, it's not going to go Let over. Let me the take light. you to the Rite Aid, Lauren. People you can get are a not... scoop of ice cream after.
0: So I'm going to put all the eyes out of my face. I'm going to look like Rosa Parks, and everyone's going to be like, "Wow, I never thought of it like that." And then they're gonna. Make all the unvaccinated people go
1: away. No, we're going to go to Right Aid, you're going to get the vaccine, and we're going to get you one of those scoops of ice cream that's perfectly formed.
0: But but what about, I'm going to put the iodine on my face, and people are going to be like, wow, she's right.
1: Anyways, that's Lauren Pefferly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And
0: this person was at least an assistant working with special education children. So yeah.
1: that, that sucks. Anyways, it doesn't seem like this blackface stunt had the intended effect and will instead simply result in this person losing their job even sooner than they were already going to by refusing to get the vaccine. A very important tip for anyone attempting to protest anything is that uh, if part of your plan involves comparing yourself to Rosa Parks, you've almost certainly already lost, and you're already wrong on the wrong side of whatever you're protesting, um, stop while you're ahead. Yeah. If you start thinking,
0: this thing I'm going to do is going to be just like what Rosa Parks did in Alabama in 1955, Just stop. Just stop. What happens next can almost certainly not be good. Yeah. Anyways, another COVID news. A local county-level Republican Party chapter in Florida is having a little bit of trouble recently due to the death of a member of their organization. Uh, Here's the Tampa Bay Times. The Hillsborough County Republican Party alerted federal election regulators Tuesday that it may file its monthly campaign finance reports late because a key member of the organization died Saturday from COVID-19. Prior to his death, Greg Prentice developed and maintained software that electronically tracked donations to the Hillsborough County GOP and supplied data for the organization's monthly finance reports. None of the other officers knew how to operate Prentice's software, the party told the Federal Elections Commission. Quote, We will be struggling to get all of this entered in the proper format by our deadline on September 20th, but we will try to do so with our best effort, the party wrote.
1: Here's another important tip. Uh, if you're, you and your coworkers are going to be vehemently anti-vax, you should have some redundancy systems in place in case something happens to the one guy who knows how to use the computer. Yeah. And, and yeah, just to be clear, this guy was in fact a COVID truther weirdo, and almost certainly wasn't vaccinated, as evidenced by his appearance on a COVID conspiracy theory podcast, and by friends of his immediately speculating that he'd been murdered by the hospital that put him on a ventilator. Uh, Here's the Tampa Bay Times again. Prentice's
0: death has touched off a fervor on Facebook among friends who responded by sharing fast-spreading conspiracies about the record pace of coronavirus deaths in Florida. Jason Kimball, who called Prentice a mentor on Facebook, wrote that Prentice had recently experienced brain fog and had difficulty breathing. After recording low oxygen levels, he went to Tampa General Hospital, where doctors placed him on a ventilator, Kimball wrote. Prentice died the next day. Kimball went on to suggest that Tampa General was not a safe place to go repeating a pervasive myth that the life-saving treatments at hospitals was the cause of many recent coronavirus deaths. Two days after Prentice's death, Kimball called for an investigation into Tampa General during the public comment period of the Tampa City Council meeting and accused the hospital of intubating people illegally. <sighs> so.
1: Uh, also in Florida, they just uh, uh, put in a new Surgeon General who's like, Nah, get the or don't. Uh, it's up to you. Um, it doesn't really do anything. And that's so. That's the new Surgeon General, <laughs> Florida, who also uh, pulled back um, the. I, I want to get it correct, but it's basically if a student has been exposed to COVID nineteen, he made it so they no longer have to quarantine.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a recipe for uh, more COVID.
1: It seems at this point like they're actively trying to get people sick.
0: Yeah. Are we sure Ron DeSantis isn't just like the Grim Reaper, a billion COVID molecules in a trench coat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, masks. They're they're useless. Uh, yeah, trust me. And we'll, You know what?
1: Let's get 30, 30 kids to a classroom. 60 kids to a classroom. Let's just make, put them all in one Look, big room. The coronavirus is such a piece of shit that it probably does think that Panama City Beach is the best vacation spot in the world. Probably. <laughs> we, but, we can go anywhere in the world. Where do you want to go? Panama City. PC Beach. Beach. It's right there. I want an airbrush t-shirt. Yeah. And I want to fucking drink a beer out of a three-foot-long glass. It's right there on the Gulf uh, we can go to Destin and go fishing. It'll a, be great. Accommodations are nice and cheap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. moving on from dead Republicans to living ones. Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene recently found a way to somehow outdo herself on the House floor and demonstrate very effectively that the Republican agenda at this point is literally just the stuff of Facebook memes. She's shit posting in real life. <laughs> you see, this is a simple meme that you would find on the Internet, but this meme is very real. The Green New Deal surprise... Is serves China and China only. You can go ahead and put number one up. So today talking about the Green New Deal and the all-out war on the men and women who built this country, which is definitely happening every single day here in Congress, Democrats want to turn the lights out on America.
0: This is a simple meme that you would find on the internet, but this meme is very real. This is That is my favorite, least favorite sentence I've ever heard a politician say, I think. And that's saying a lot.
1: These people on my Facebook page have a lot of great ideas and a lot of funny memes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh,
0: you know, for my fellow members of Congress who uh, don't have a completely deranged Facebook feed, you may not have seen this meme. This is a uh, this is Fred from the, the Scooby Doo. Hanna Barbera cartoons, and uh, he's unmasking. He's unmasking the green, which I approve deal. of. Yeah, <laughs> he's taking the mask off, which is great. They, <laughs> you know, you, we could stop right there and it'd be a successful if, meme. If there were ma- if masks were banned in the Scooby Doo universe, uh, there would be no crime. Fred is Ron DeSantis,
1: <laughs> and the entire school district, uh, every school district in Florida, is the ghost. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, they're only smoking cigarettes in the Mystery Machine. Mm-hmm. Trust me.
1: <laughs> yes. Delicious, Delicious American. Marlboro reds
0: <laughs> Grown
1: here in yes. the southeastern United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, before we get into the headlines half of this show, we need to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Stitch Fix. Your style isn't one size fits all. It's about what suits your body and what suits the moment. So why not shop at a store that is personalized to your body and style? Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle. Oh, my God. A shop built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one, at Stitch Fix
0: Freestyle you can shop hundreds of brands personalized to your taste and fit. With styles from workouts to workwear, for lounging around the house or for a night out on the town, Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for any occasion. Plus, there's no subscription required and they offer free shipping, returns and exchanges. Get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com/weird that is stitchfix.com/weird to
1: try Stitch Fix Freestyle. stitchfix.com/weird. This episode is also sponsored by Bespoke Post. This fall, at- As you get back into the swing of things, Bespoke Post is here with a new seasonal lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From autumn craft beers to cozy threads and camping gear essentials, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Some of Bespoke Post's newest boxes include this box with everything you need to make delicious cocktails at home, minus the booze, and this shoe polishing kit for looking dapper at your more formal obligations. To get
0: started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only $45 bucks but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code WEIRD at checkout. That is boxofawesome.com, code WEIRD. 20% off your first box
1: I love it You get a box of man stuff In the mail My T levels go up mm-hmm. I can feel it yeah. Coursing through my veins Honey I got an axe Let's go chop some wood got a new knife <laughs> I got a compass uh, Anyways let's move on To the headlines part of this show The craziest Weirdest headlines From around the world Kansas Boys Bug Collection Garners blue ribbon At state fair And federal investigation Son I'm going to need To see those bugs you get those bugs we were just away. very interested in these bugs because they're very cool looking, and you did a great job. You get first place in jail in cuffs. <laughs> yeah, no, the kid's not in
0: trouble, but mm-hmm. he did find uh, it's that new bug that the, the East Coast is freaking out about. It. Th- there was like a, a
1: thing that went out in New York that was like, if you
0: see this bug, fucking kill it. It's like a, it's a lantern fly, and yeah, uh, in New York, it was just like, if you see this bug, which looks awesome, if you see this amazing bug, bug, kill it immediately. Step all over Step with your on Timberlands. It. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this kid—they didn't realize because they thought it was contained mostly to that part of the East Coast. This kid is just turning in his science fair project uh, and his like bug collection. They're like, uh, "Where did you get that one? That, what is that one?" Like, I don't know. And I thought it, had, it looked pretty. Eggs hatch and they just fly over the whole. But uh, yeah, this is this is how they found out that the lanternfly had made its way all the way to Kansas Oof, through wow. this, this kid. Who's like, "Why is everybody mad? I thought I did good." <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is like uh, lionfish in Florida. They oh, had to God. trick people into thinking that it tastes good so that people would fish it more because it's destroying the ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. Also very dangerous to swim around. They'll get you. They will? Yeah.
0: There isn't any fighting here anymore. Taliban commander says some fighters are worried they'll miss their chance at martyrdom now that they're in control. I will never have my virgins. Yeah, there's, uh, Taliban's sort of like the dog chasing the car. It's like, it doesn't think about what's going to happen when it finally gets there yeah Yeah. Mm. these guys they signed up they signed up with the taliban they're like you're gonna go out in a blaze of glory and it's gonna be fucking awesome uh let's fucking go and then they win they they get everything they want and they're like wait this sucks yeah this sucks i have to live in the city in kabul This a cosmopolitan kabul I, i liked it back out in the desert yeah, things were fun there, and I, people—I could have died at any moment. It was awesome. Now this, everything's so Working safe. Working
1: towards something is generally more fun than when you finally achieve it and have nothing left to do.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yes. So I guess uh, I hope these Taliban guys—they find a new uh, hobby, a new, <laughs> new hobby, a new goal in their life. They now should check out a store called Hobby Lobby. Yeah, they'd like it. Because, I mean, Taliban sucks, but at least right now there isn't a war happening. Yeah. And they're not doing They should
1: get into terrorism. knitting. Yeah. They so. should do the thing like uh, that was going around in the early 90s where everyone knits a part of a quilt.
0: Yeah. 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 Make Make a big, make a big quilt. Make a quilt.
1: Yeah. Give I'm looking
0: forward to the Taliban quilt and you know they they might have missed it the first time but uh, a while back everyone was getting into sourdough bread baking i think taliban baking
1: bread would be a good yeah, project they, for them they they've work been about. way out there in the sticks they they haven't heard about the sourdough bread craze don't use your knife for stabbing use your knife to cut beautiful slits in the bread
0: yeah the crazy thing is you start you start the the sourdough and it just you
1: just you keep it, it forever it, you keep it's going growing. it's yeah. like a pet We should do a Taliban science fair. Yeah, the great Taliban bake-off. Wait, hold on a second. Where did you get that bug? Oh, it's come all the way to the Middle East.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) But then they can finally... They finally have something to jihad against again.
1: But they still get the blue ribbon, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, barbers (laughs) suffer under Taliban rule as Afghans shun fashion.
0: Yeah, the the real victims of of all this are... The stylists. The the stylists, Mm -hmm. yeah. they've, uh, They've had it the last 20 years... Been a real gold rush of uh, hairstyles they've been doing fades mm-hmm. they've been uh everyone's been coming in and been like make me look like zane from one direction and he's like okay yeah and now they're coming in being like actually i think i'll let my beard grow out a little bit mm. and for the top i don't know actually i don't even know why i'm here anyway see ya yeah it's uh it's just not as fun well that's a real shame it's a real shame i uh you know wasn't taking this whole thing all that seriously. But till uh, the barbers. Till the barbers, yeah. Yeah. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Armed Taliban fighters seen riding pedal boats on Lake in Afghanistan. This is just like Echo Park. Yeah, they get, they, I think it's the same. Uh, not the exact same, but it's yeah, it's the, like swan, the, swans? the swan boats. Yeah, with, uh, yeah and they're just pedaling around. They, they've still got RPGs. Uh, Did someone put some cutesy
1: music over it or no?
0: <laughs> I've only seen photographs of it. But uh, yeah, it's very similar to the bumper cars one, but even maybe even more surreal. It's all, this is all just B roll that's going to end up in like the next Adam Curtis documentary about mm-hmm. like, and then something happened. But, uh.
1: Sunshine, lollipops, <laughs> and rainbows everywhere and everything and everyone is. Is this Roger skipping. Rabbit? Um, well, I don't know where the song originated from. Oh. It's probably, it's a real song, but it's, it's from an episode of The Simpsons where, uh, oh, right. Marge makes a friend who's, uh, yeah. A little more badass than she is, and she's yeah. like, time to roll. And she thought she was putting in, like, guns and roses or something, but it was that song for the kids instead.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Taliban, uh, I mean, it's not a cell phone in sight. Hey, it's, I've got that hot living. new music
1: we can, while well, we pedal the boat. Sunshine, Sunshine lollipops, lollipops in. <laughs> no! No, they love it. Amid bus driver shortage, Boston students ride party bus with stripper poles and neon lights on field trips. And I bet they had a great time. They got to where they were going. They they learned a
0: lesson that day on uh, supply chain issues and, uh, yeah, and, and labor shortages.
1: They probably learned more because of this than they would have otherwise. Because... So here's
0: today's lesson. Yeah, our school district doesn't pay bus drivers enough, and not a lot of them uh, want to take the job for the pay that's offered uh, because of all the risks of catching COVID from you little booger eaters. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not today. We're we're gonna be chartering. Uh, Chartering a bus from the local bus company, and uh, yeah, this one, you know, you take buses as a kid, they look like that. You take buses as an adult, sometimes they look like this. And if you if you stick to those books, someday you'll be renting your own uh, stripper bus, and the booties will be
1: shaking in your face. Yes. But you have to get those grades. And when we get to the boat, you can't actually, we're not using tea anymore to do a recreation. You have to use fentanyl. It's much cheaper to toss overboard.
0: Oh, because you think they're going to the Boston Harbor? Yes.
1: Yeah, that could be it. I mean... That's why they renamed it Fentanyl Hall. (laughs) That's good. Yes.
0: That's good. A woman who went viral for wrapping Rick and Morty over her mom's casket says it was therapeutic. Rick and Morty. 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 Rick. 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 Yeah, Rick. this is a, obviously Morty.
1: a huge fucking trend over the past three months Morty. or so, where everyone has done it. There's like a senator, a congressman that was doing it until they both pass.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. very weird. I I don't get it, but it's uh, well, it started it's with people
1: going to grave sites of like yeah. historic famous people. The first one, he was like, he thought he
0: was uh, doing it in front of a president's grave, but it was just some random grave. But uh, but yeah, he did it in front of a grave. Some guy
1: starts raising out of it like, oh, finally,
0: Rick and Morty. Finally,
1: oh, I've mis- mistaken identity again. I, I, so this is a Soldier Boy song. Yeah, I've never heard the actual real song. I've only I, heard the, the TikTok I listened version. to it
0: and it's like it's like twenty percent verse and eighty percent just saying Rick and Morty over and over again.
1: Mm. Yeah, That's I was the, going to when we first reported on it, uh uh I think it's Hardy from Laurel and Hardy, his grave's right down the street. I was gonna I was gonna go do it at the grave there, but I uh, didn't you, have time.
0: You could go to Hollywood Forever Cemetery and do a whole lot of Rick and Mortying. They're everywhere there. There's, uh, it's a great cemetery. It's just full of, I, the, full of stars.
1: Everyone, if you watch the show, already knows that I always say hi to Mel Blanc whenever I go by That's there. That's all, folks. Yeah, and everyone has little like uh, toys set up on his grave. It's cute. Yeah. yeah sure. All they have in Burbank is uh, one of the... It was Laurel and Hardy. It's one of the two. And the original Jiminy Cricket voice, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Man ejaculates from anus, urinates feces for two years before seeing help. I'm going to come... <sighs> Hmm. I gotta take a shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he upper decked himself. He got him. This this story is fascinating. The guy, I guess he had some surgery a while back, and something happened. His uh, oopsie. His, his his two exhaust pipes, they got switched around a little bit. So, uh, yeah, for the last like two years, every time every time he, he shits, uh, poop comes out of his penis, and uh, every time he comes, it it uh, just comes out of his butthole. Seems, I, I would wait less than two years probably before uh, uh, going to the doctor. I don't want to get
1: this video banned, but I hope everyone is imagining what it would look like. <laughs> Especially if it wasn't liquid.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh,
1: it's really something to think about.
0: I do like the idea of uh, the poop coming <laughs> out as, as an extremely, extremely narrow, like a Slim Jim. Like a Play-Doh. <laughs> like
1: a, like like a Play-Doh. Slim Jim. Boop. Squeezing the play out through I'm the shooting ropes. Yeah, ropes
0: of shit. Yeah. Um Anyway, I hope this guy. I uh, hope, hope they're able to sort that. Because <laughs> it's just a very red. You don't understand, Doc. Uh, I'm gonna come, uh, but don't worry about it. I'm shitting cum and I'm pissing shit. You gotta help me. I had sex with this guy. He shit my vagina. He, shit <laughs> he said, "Hold on, let me turn around." Woo! We live in a weird Aren't world. Aren't you going to wear a condom? Don't worry. It comes, Don't out, worry about comes it. out the back. There it goes.
1: I'll blow a balloon animal for you.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> New Zealand police arrest pair found with trunk full of KFC trying to enter lockdown Auckland.
1: They're smuggling in KFC? They are. Yeah.
0: They, a lot of it, too. Yeah. Like at least $100 worth of KFC. It is,
1: uh, traveling internationally, like, American fast food, like, everyone has McDonald's, but People love KFC in other countries.
0: I mean, it's delicious. Yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, I guess these guys... New Zealand's under a new lockdown right now Mm -hmm. because they had, like, one new case.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, So you... Lock it down. You're not allowed, like, in or out of Auckland for a couple days. It might might already be lifted, but uh, these guys, they, they snuck out of Auckland and tried to sneak back in with a fuckload of KFC. Can't come in. Got pulled over. They found the chicken. They also had, like, $100,000 $100,000 in cash. So oh, well, that might have uh, also uh, uh, been a problem. Yeah, there's some suspicions that they may be involved in some illegal activity. But, um, yeah. yeah. This chicken is making me trip balls. Did not work out for them. I hope they at least got a couple bites before... Yeah, a couple buckets ...all that, for that the got run. taken away. Because that's got to suck. I mean, yeah. even if you are a criminal... If you're craving that KFC and you go through this amount of effort for it, and then only can the, we at least keep the biscuits and gravy? Uh, yeah, I mean those those go bad twenty minutes later. They no, they're lost hard their like essence. a rock. Yeah, yeah the, it's a scone now. The chicken you can heat up in an air fryer for like a day or so at later, point, and, yeah. and it keeps most of its uh, essence. But the the biscuits, they,
1: you got to eat those quick. Yeah. Unvaccinated Bolsonaro eats pizza on New York sidewalk. <laughs> Everyone is very upset hey, about this. I think it's hilarious. No, no, the pizza thing's fine, but like in general, uh, I think we talked about it last week. How like. People in Brazil are like, it's just more
0: shame. I mean, he's he's unvaccinated, and if you want to go inside of a restaurant in New York City, you gotta be vaxxed. Sorry. Eat it on the so sidewalk. he's uh, his his international trip to the UN, he's
1: eating all of his meals on the fucking sidewalk. What they should have done is like people in New York should have gotten a bunch of emus and chased him around with them. But well, he would have held ostrich up. Or he would have held up his box
0: of hydroxychloroquine and said, No. You shall not pass. Yeah. But uh he he seemed to be making the best of it. He's back in Brazil now quarantining, because of course, like I think multiple members of his uh, entourage got COVID-19 while they were in the United States. And uh, uh, this if if Bolsonaro gets it again, this will be, what, like the fifth time he got COVID? Yeah, he's like... He'll have all those pipes and shit connected to him. He's going to have a punch
1: card for like... He'll be
0: shitting out of his dick and uh, coming out of of his ass. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all over again. So uh, hopefully not, but we'll see. see. And final headline. Panic staff chase after giant moon on street as it escapes from the festival. (laughs) Give me a rope. I'll lasso it.
1: Somebody. Anybody, does anyone have a huge fucking lasso? Lasso <laughs> 50 feet in diameter. I want to recreate a movie scene here.
0: Yeah. This uh, is the moon festival in Asia. And mm. uh, yeah, some town in China. They, they inflated a, a massive moon. Just starts like, rolling down the street. Look at that. It's the moon. And then it blew away. And uh, like a Katamari uh, just, just, just taking everything that it passes with it until it, until it turns into the, this massive ball. Unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just funny. It was a moon going down the street. You don't mm-hmm. see that every day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that's what a lot of people said as they huh. watched it go by. Look at that. Yeah. it's a moon. You don't see that every day.
0: Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know what the moon festival is about. I know they eat moon cakes. Moon pies? Moon, they're well, not like our moon pies, but mm-hmm. they're they're actually similar to that. They're like handheld pies. Yeah. Uh, they eat those in Vietnam. I it was my local Vietnamese bakery. Doing, they were very busy. Well, that last time I went in, that because they, they sell
1: the moon cakes, so they, they were stacking them just like, yeah. it's like 10 uh, feet high, uh, king cakes and beignets during uh, Fat Tuesday. It's yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, in the tiny Jesus in that king cake, yeah. I still have the one that I got uh, like literally 15 years ago because they was like, it's good luck if you get that piece, and I got one one year, I still have that baby at home. How's your luck been? I think fine, they were doing really well. Okay. Now it's one of those things where it's like if I got rid of it, like would I be cursed?
0: Yeah, you got to hold on to that that little baby Jesus.
1: Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) that's it for this week's episode. Uh, Make sure you watch our most recent episode of News Dump where we talk about uh, Hobby Lobby and the Tablet of Gilgamesh. (laughs) Uh, And then also a new episode of Tech News Day where uh, China is targeting gamers and TikTok enjoyers. They're targeting gamers. All right. We'll see you uh, very soon and uh, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye.